I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. And hello. Welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. I got you. I got you wearing chalk. I am your host. I am your host, Shane Brennan. And this is my surprised host, Aaron Chalk, who was not expecting me to start the podcast right then and there. So how are you, Aaron? Hey everyone, hello, I'm good, I'm good, thank you Shane, always a pleasure to be here and spend any amount of time with you, of course, as ever, uh, pleasure. Yeah, alright, try and sound more sincere. Um, I, I, I bring life to your life, like look at that, you thought it was just going to be a normal mundane start to the podcast and boom, I got you. I got you. Well, no, just one little hair up there that was annoying me. I just I took two seconds to try and get it, and you got me. You got me. It's gonna stay there now for the rest of the pod. Oh, and there's more gone. Right, we're having a great day. Delighted, delighted, mate. Look, you can't have Lego hair all the time. Okay, look at me. That's look true. at this ridiculousness. Um, <laughs> so, how are you, Aaron? How's it going? How's your week been? This week is good. Week is good. Winter's coming, which is uh, I'm I'm quite delighted about. Winter's my favorite season. Yeah, it's getting a little bit cooler. Um, so uh, I'm I'm a happy bunny. Uh, as long as it could be uh, lashing rain outside, I'm happy out with that. Even better if there's a bit of frost. Give me that. So, so audience at home, you'll notice that that's just pathetic fallacy in Aaron's head to match with Mayo and not winning the All Ireland. He wants it cold and wet and rain and i'm allowed to bring this up because you brought it up at the start of the last podcast (laughs) so just said i'd touch on it so that's aaron wanting us all to die a frostbit Mm -hmm. don't bring him up dolphins and uh just because mayo didn't win the all-ireland yeah well as uh as they'd say on the debt notices on midwest radio family flowers only please um, so uh, that's do, that's essentially the, the does Carl get to break that cup or does he drink from it ironically now the one that you sent on to Carl Kavanagh uh, yes for uh, anyone who doesn't uh, know after Carl Kavanagh being on the podcast and having his Dublin flag in the background Aaron said if Mayo beat Dublin he'd send him a Mayo flag or mug and he ended up sending him a Mayo mug that Carl now has but now Carl I guess has the last laugh really doesn't he it was actually Carl had to paint his kitchen green and red, but I said I'd give mm. him uh, as long as he has the cup in the kitchen. That that'll yeah. do. Instead, I say he's going to just use it as a trophy more than anything else, um, as a almost like a a slayed head uh, from a battlefield. He's gonna he's gonna have that in his kitchen with pride. Ironically, that'd be a funny thing for you and him to do now forever. That if Mayo and Dublin come against each other, it's something different <laughs> every time. <laughs> yeah, well, I have your address, Carl. Now, so uh, yeah, you're in trouble. You, <laughs> get a big post box okay so let's move swiftly on from uh that uh that weekend's football um we don't want to talk about it don't talk about the war and um this week we are going to um talk about healthcare ads and i believe someone recommended healthcare ads who was it aaron it was uh it was uh our our, our biggest cheerleader lorcan hanlon uh from the business post um Great good, uh, good topic. Not a typical topic that you go to, but there's actually yeah, there's a lot. It's quite interesting once you delve into it because it spans off in so many different directions. So I'm sure we're going to have some uh, spicy examples today that are quite different from each other. Yeah, it's the type of it's the type of topic that really in this country we don't really fuck with too much healthcare advertising. You know what I mean? As in medical and prescription and in that As in area, compared that the to Americans, the states where they advertise uh, compared to the directly, states. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to the States, um, I guess is what I mean. 
but um yeah so we just don't have the airtime for all the terms and conditions on the ads uh you know this this side effects might you know have everything you could list or possibly conceive under the sun has to be included in those american uh medical ads and they run on for like an extra minute yeah (laughs) that's why they're never in the super bowl they can never afford the terms and conditions time uh, for the for the ads the main one being anal leakage and the answer is (laughs) if it has anal leakage i want no part (laughs) <laughs> yeah, good luck. Yeah, you can you can keep that. Um, okay, so without further ado, would you like to tee up your first one? Yeah, so uh, what I'm going to show is actually the case study for the video, and it has a good few clips, um, so you can get a sense of what the ad is. The ad is a bit too long to show in this. It's four and a half minute piece that I recommend you go watch afterwards, but this will give you a good sense of it and, and actually how it worked um, for, the, for the brand as well. So this is the Breathless Choir by Philips. So we'll have a quick look at it now. Okay. Philips is famous for consumer electronics, but they want the world to know that they also create healthcare technology that improves people's lives. So we set out to create a campaign that used music to change the lives of a group of people with one thing in common. Every breath is a battle. I went into full-on lung failure. I was in a coma for around three and a half weeks. After that, I had to be on oxygen. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder what you are. Okay, you're just speaking. <laughs> Breathing for singing just needs a little bit of thought and a little. With the bit help of world-renowned choir master Gareth Malone and Philips Simply Go Mini portable oxygen concentrator. Yeah, that's so much nicer. This group of unlikely people came together to do something they never thought they could. <laughs> Learn to sing. In just five days, they were transformed. Every breath you take, every move you make, every The choir performed a custom choral arrangement of the police's Every Breath You Take, composed by Gareth Malone specifically for people with breathing difficulties. Their performance captured the hearts of millions of viewers. Many watched over 17 minutes of original content, and some were even inspired to join in. The choir was featured in major publications, triggered hundreds of articles, and tens of thousands of tweets and blog posts, resulting in 650 million media impressions. And revenue for Philips oxygen devices rose 14% compared to the previous quarter, reaching an all-time high. There's always a way to make life better. Yeah, the Breathless Choir by uh, Philips Healthcare. Um, it's not an ad you'd imagine for uh, in the healthcare sector. It's, you know that kind of longer story-driven piece. Um, the as I said, the original piece is about four, four and a half minutes long, and um, that kind of tells the story behind different people's ailments. Uh, you know why they. How they became uh, breathless or have have breathing mm-hmm. difficulties, and uh, you see more of the the progression in the in the training. Um, I think a lot of a lot of viewers would recognise even the voice, let alone the image of Gareth Malone there, the choir. Yeah, choir master. Straight away, what, he's been on. What, what's he from? He does loads of. He used to do loads of. Uh, well, in his own right, he's a choir master, mm. uh, world renowned in his own right. But he does a lot of TV shows where he takes really unlikely groups of okay. people. And makes them sound class together. So he's done them in schools. He's done them. Yeah, I recognize you know, different 
yeah and I think a couple of there are BBC series there's a couple of different series of them over the years uh, but he seems to he's a, he's a nice personality that you, you kind of he's endearing uh, mm. and, and perfect for for a piece like this um, and uh, yeah it's really interesting watching them how they progress and he actually goes into you know breath and how important that is for singing and how tips of how you can si- sing certain notes even nicer by using less breath and he teaches them those techniques and stuff so it's really it was really interesting and obviously it, it's perfect for for the uh, go mini product the 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 the, the breathalyzer piece that they have mm. you definitely using the wrong terminology there but that equipment that actually helps people's breathing on the go um so i thought it was a really nice campaign uh there's I saw a an a, a media partnership example that they had as part of this as well, which on the the New York Times where they had a whole microsite about it, um, the actual choir as well as you know, breathlessness in the states and different causes and all that kind of stuff. So it was a, it seemed to be a big massive, massive campaign uh, for them, and uh, as you can imagine, it it did the did the rounds in the usual campaigns, won mm. a few Clio's got grand prix in the pharma in Cannes in 2016 so it's uh it converted on the on the awards scene as well as seemed to have converted on the business side with the with the revenue increase too what's funny about this for me is since i got pneumonia and collapsed my lung and scarred up lungs now from the old covid um oh sorry that wasn't to imply that covid is fake that was to imply i didn't test positive <laughs> for COVID. <laughs> i never actually got a positive covid test but there's no way it i love that ad for all your conspiracy yeah, theories it's like no 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 COVID, <laughs> that wasn't for, like fake covid um, but um that was for my diagnosis um shane is q and on yes be a good face at q and um yeah it resonates quite strongly with me someone who struggled to breathe for quite a while um and how kind of scary and how singing is the furthest thing that you think you could do when you can't breathe. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You can barely talk. So having that even, just even that, that tagline, the breathless choir is pretty cool. And and I guess... It's, strong, it's a very strong title, isn't it's it? It's lovely. Very nice. And I think yeah. the, the point of, I guess, is I suppose what they were trying to get across was with Phillips, you can do more. And just like this execution, people who think they can't swing, um, sing can sing because with our help or with our contribution, you know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. that guy at the start of it who was just talking. And your man was like, you're just talking, you're not singing. <laughs> so it's just like, I imagine that's in the full ad. But um, no, I think that's really cool. It's a really cool way. It's a really non-pharma way to look at an activation, which is great. Um, yeah, and it's it's also you look at um, you look at the, that those people who, who who couldn't sing or, or thought they couldn't sing until they were taught how to sing, uh, even with their ailments. Mm-hmm. It's it's like that that whole thing. You don't miss the water until it's gone. You know, you don't realize. You know, being able to run is a privilege until you get a, a dodgy knee or a dodgy leg or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Until something takes that away from you, mm-hmm. that's when you realize how valuable it was in the first place. And I suppose that really kind of puts it into perspective too, how, how something we take for granted is mm. uh, can be such a luxury and, and a desire for other people. Yeah, no, definitely. No, it was re- really, um, never seen that before. Um, really cool, really nice for them to move into that space. And it's the type of thing, what I, what I really like about that is, there's no fucking way I'm watching a Phillips thing, generally, about breathalyzers. You put an ad on or you put anything on it. <laughs> um, wh- why would I, right? Yeah. But you put on something interesting like that, probably costs a little bit more. Not not much more, but a little bit more than a traditional kind of ad. And I'm going to be like, as you can see from their impressions, 
it just shows that like a brand that you think traditionally with a product that you think traditionally wouldn't be in any way amplifiable with um something more interesting and different can be if you just think about it the mm. right way i just think yeah it's cool that's a really cool example i'd not i'd not seen it before yeah so that was ogilvy ogilvy amara in london uh 2016 who devised that campaign from what i can see lovely really nice it was it was i assumed everyone was in the u.s yeah okay. yeah it was a, a u.s based yeah. okay cool campaign awesome okay cool um okay from my one then my one's uh, a little bit different um i went uh i went fully uh we might as well we it's just different it's different it's from the part do you love the ad do you love what you're about to yeah show yeah it was when i was looking these up i saw it and i was like i i love that that this has happened and that this okay. is a thing so like the thing for me is yeah it's from a country that probably most of us don't really know they're advertising at all um so let's just watch it and we chat a bit <laughs> god knows what we're about to see here okay right. go hey it's bad luck brian here uh, you probably recognize me thanks to a famous photo where i wear braces this meme has recently caused big hype in Slovakia. The small Klostermann orthodontist clinic used the meme in its campaign for invisible braces. Their aim was to increase entry consultations by 150% among young people. They placed a billboard in Bravoslava, which was just the beginning of a well-prepped PR strategy. Klostermann predicted that their campaign may be accused of breaking copyright. Now, that's because small companies in Slovakia often use celebrities in campaigns without licensing, and someone always points it out to the media. Copyright infringement is an issue that is often discussed, especially among marketers. So they prepped a plan on how to get the most attention for the product when this happened. Immediately after launching the billboard and online campaign, the first comments popped up. Even international 9gag users started commenting on the copyright infringement. People's doubts were so strong that they didn't even believe it, even after the clinic replied to the questions that our collaboration is official. After doubts appeared in many places, Klostermann decided to redirect the whole discussion to one place where it could be much more visible. The Facebook group with more than 20,000 professional marketers. Klostermann asked their friend Marcus to publish a photo of the billboard with a simple question. Do you think they know the difference between using a photo in a meme and in advertising? It was more than certain that the marketers would start grilling the clinic for breaking the law immediately. And now comes the best part. Did I mention that before the campaign I recorded a video where I confirmed the collaboration is official? Look! Hey, it's Bad Luck Brian here. So, uh, I've heard the people of Slovakia cannot believe that I'm the face of the new campaign for Close Oman Orthodontics. Well, it's official. I actually like the campaign so much that I'll be coming out to Braslava to get my own invisible braces done. I guess I'll see you guys soon. So, from the beginning, they had proof that could clear all doubts very quickly, but they tactically saved it for later. When the flame was burning in the comments, Orthodontics offered this video exclusively to the most popular national medium for young people, Refresher Magazine, because youngsters have been the only one real target group of the campaign. Thanks to the exclusive video, Refresher became interested in the whole story and spread it through their channels totally for free. And results? The campaign reached more than 100,000 young people. TikTok about the campaign reached more than 136,000 people with absolutely crazy total watch time, 1,000 hours. 
Many excited and positive comments also appeared under social media posts. The campaign has resulted in high overcoming of KPIs. Close to Modern Orthodontics has seen a massive 275% increase in the interest in invisible braces. So there you go. Right. Creative agency, Creativna Devoyensa. <laughs> That's definitely the most unique one we've had yeah. uh, so far. I love it. And if anyone from, deserve to be there. from Creativna Devoyensa would like to critique my pronunciation of that, please let us know because <laughs> it's very difficult to find the pronunciation of these words. But I tried, so forgive me. Um, yeah, so that's by Klosterman Ortho- Orthodontics or, or yeah, Orthodontics in um, in Slovakia. You better say orthopedics. Yeah, I was going to, and I was like, is orthopedics the right word? Um, yeah. So when I saw this, I, I love meme culture. It's one of the favorite things that it, from existing in the current internet time that we're on. Um, uh, I I did not know that his name was Bad Luck Brian. By the way, um, so I was like, oh, that's that's who he is. Um. I just, I just love that they took like a small advertising industry that is notorious for copyright, copyright infringement. They played on that. They knew they'd get PR based on playing on that. They then poked the bear even more. They made sure they really pissed people off. They trolled them. They trolled marketers essentially without letting them know. And then I love the fact that they brought it back to their target audience because, as they said in the video, the only people that actually matter here is not the marketers. They don't give a shit about, um, like, 15 million impressions generally. They, they're, 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 the results they even gave was not the total impressions. Was, that, they only that, gave young that people. Was all, that was all to fill the honeypot for... For a refresher magazine. To, yeah. to be of interest going okay there's there's a lot of people talking about this maybe yeah. we, we'll take that and actually talk about it yeah because it was to get free that. impressions so that's that's essentially so all they did was pay for like two billboards pay for your man who probably do, he doesn't get any offers like this in such a small so bag of chips and a can of coke nothing and, uh, like delighted maybe, Slovenia. <laughs> I, he said he was going over to get invisible braces his teeth look perfection so i don't know why yeah. he, doing he doesn't that. need braces no. what's that about no, his teeth look perfection, in fairness. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just love that they essentially trolled it and it worked and they brought it back to the target audience. So they they have not given us the results of the total amount of impressions of everything. They only give us the results of young people. They only give us the refresher results, which I think is great. And they hit their KPIs. Um, I, just, I just love it. I just think that's really smart. A really small kind of market to do something to, to turn something that the market traditionally does on its head for business gain. I just I just love it. I just think it's great. It was one of those things I'd yeah. never heard of, never heard of the creative agency, never you know, never heard of any of this and then came across it and was like, This this is fun. I like this. This is the yeah. type of thinking I enjoy. It's a good reminder as well that you don't need to be working on a big sexy brand or a big campaign to let your creativity shine through and have a bit of crack. That actually works on the business level too. You can you can do with anything and mm. put just put your mind to it and i think it kind of yeah and, and to that point i think it shows like that sometimes particularly potentially an agency and the bigger the agency if there's not that many billable hours going towards something maybe it doesn't get that much attention as opposed to I, every every brief is is an opportunity to express creativity you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it'd be interesting here. Now, 
that one would I imagine would be a hard sell. Like, that's a hard thing to convince people of. It's it's, it's good quite, when it's, it's quite complex. It's quite complex and it's good when it's like laid out after the fact and you know it worked. Um but I and imagine this and then we're going to do that and then we're and gonna, then they're going to do this all a ruse and to then get these people interested. Then we're going to tee this up. Yeah, 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 but like I'd, I'd that an easy sell. I'd love to see the pitch. Like I'd love to be curious <laughs> if that creative agency would lo- want to share that presentation deck with us. I would 100% put it up on the website because I'd just be curious as to like did the person in orthodontics know who bad news Brad Luck Brian was? Like how do you convince them <laughs> to put him on their brand? You know that type of thing? Yeah. Um no, I imagine you can, but they they like it's what I think we talked about this on the four. They have to be game for this. Like if you yeah. if you go into a meeting and you're 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 selling that to someone who just doesn't get it. It's like you're not you're not going to sell it to them. They don't want Maybe it. Maybe that's easier to do with smaller brands because yeah. You don't have the the red tape or the bureaucracy as much as you would with a, a bigger brand that has to get stuff signed off by a board or just yeah. layers of, of of management. Um, whereas this, they they obviously did get on board and, and they all did it together and went for it. You know, and that's 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 great that you have that malleability to do that with mm. with smaller brands at times. But again, it is a risk, and and the if it doesn't pay off, it's going to be. The smaller brands are more exposed because they're by nature the smaller but brands. Then, so it's, it's a higher risk. But I guess I imagine the bill is so much cheaper. So when you're coming up a super creative idea for a smaller brand, usually the, you're going to be like one of the things to convince the brand is this will only cost like three k if we do it this way. We'll do it at cost because we want to do this idea. We think there's something mm-hmm. cool from a PR point of view, and. So from an exposure point of view, they're only willing to, they're only risking their brand. But if it doesn't take off, no one's going to talk about the brand anyway. So they're not missing anything. And there's kind of a shared equity and risk by the agency potentially doing it at a discounted rate because it's different. And then maybe paying for the billboard and paying for the errors, paying for your man, bad, bad luck, Brian. You know what I mean? That's it. There's no creative design or anything like that really in it. So I just think that's super cool. When when they come up with an idea, yeah. idea like that, and it's just interesting. It does not anything too big, too sexy. I just think it was just smart. Yeah, so that's uh, that's that one anyway. I think that was a nice entry from uh, Slovakia. Mm, Hopefully, more to come. Yeah, um, first of many. First of many. Um, so, without further ado, would you like to go into your uh, need to know this week? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and can we, we talked about this before we started. It's it's again, it's less of a need to know, but just more. Here's a point of note <laughs> more than anything else. No, Aaron, um, Aaron, you said the people need to know. Listen you to need you, to know this. Aaron Chalk. And if they don't listen to you, God bless them. God bless. Well, them. I'm assuming they have a, they've already heard it from someone else apart from me. But um, uh, last uh, Wednesday uh, or last Tuesday, Apple announced uh, their new range of products um, from from California uh, and predominantly the iPhone 13 and associated range of iPhone 13s was uh, announced too. The reason I think is relevant for this is how they actually launched it, not just, you know, doing the event and stream and all that, but their positioning of the iPhone 13, in particular the Pro, 13 Pro and 13 Pro Max, both just different size screens mainly, mm-hmm. the difference there. 
is they're really pushing that these are Hollywood grade pieces of kit. So along with the launch, a whole host of content at the same time went live on the Apple YouTube page as well as obviously their websites and stuff. And they're all short videos that were like short films and uh, montages of scenes from from films. So there's like a there's like a, a, a space, uh, like an interstellar themed one uh, mixed with alien. There's a, a country and western one. Uh, there's loads of different scenes and these were actually filmed by Catherine Bigelow and uh, the DOP uh, Greg Fraser. So uh, Greg was uh, he was Oscar nominated uh, cinematographer. Catherine Bigelow obviously has two Oscars to her name as well. So they basically shot all these things using the phone. Uh, they look quite epic. Obviously, there's additional hardware and software used. But the messaging through any piece that I've seen promoting the 13 and the 13 Max across these pieces, as well as just the general ads, were all about Hollywood in your pocket. Uh, so they're really making a play that this is the only piece of kit. You can use this. Forget your reds even. This is the piece that you need because it's tiny, it's durable, and you can get whatever you need on it. So the some of the features that make that possible, it shoots in ProRes. It has this kind of focus pull feature that you can do in camera or in post where it can focus from one face to another given it has cinematic mode where, uh, so it has all these different kind of features and obviously loads of hardware upgrades on, on the camera, but they're really pushing that this is this is high-level production piece of kit now that's in your pocket. For anyone who doesn't know who's not in production, a red is a type of camera that Aaron just referenced, just so you know. Sorry. Yeah. Um, just so I realized there was like a lot of people might know that. Um, interesting. Uh, very interesting that they chose those two um, Hollywood professionals, professionals instead of Steven Soderbergh, who has been literally shooting film on iPhone now for like three years. He did yeah. High Flying Bird, Netflix um like and a few other things i know he's he's really been messing around with and he's a big name i wonder is it because in the production world everyone's like oh yeah of course steven soderbergh's doing that so have they brought in two other people to be like it's not just steven soderbergh being steven soderbergh Um, yeah these are these are traditionally successful new intros hollywood new intros yeah 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 what the two things i would love to know and i've been meaning to look into this anyway um is one, are they putting lenses on those cameras? No. Uh, so uh, if you go onto Apple's channels and look and look at this, mm-hmm. they've, they have just a montage of all the actual scenes so mm-hmm. you can see what it looks like. Then they have a video called On Set with Catherine Bigelow and that shows the behind the scenes and making of it okay. all. Shows your man Greg holding it. So basically he he, uh, he has the arm of a C-stand. C-stand is what, what you use for, for a lot of lighting on, on sets. And at the end of that, there's a gimbal type thing. a little phone holder, not even a gimbal, just a phone holder and the phone in that. And he's running with that uh, on, on a scene where a soldier's carrying another soldier through mucky, like a, a, it's like a Vietnam scene through like a paddy field type of scenario. There's mud and water going everywhere. That's a whole big thing about durability. I'd love to know. So it's all you can see the behind the scenes of the setup okay. that they have on the actual cameras as well, which is which I found really interesting. I'd love to know how it's going to change cinematography, um, especially from a director of photography's point of view, with regards to the type of lighting they can get away with, based on yeah. the ISO, the stop, like what the lenses will do, what the type of look wants to be. Like, is it going to be massively limiting? 
but it is cinematic quality. Do you get me? So the range is narrowed. It's like iPhone have gone, this is acceptably cinematic. And the red gives you this whole range well, to be like, you can be cinematic this style or you can be cinematic that yeah. style. The advantages that they kept talking up uh, mm-hmm. throughout the entire piece was size and movement. That you can yeah, put this phone that makes sense. and throw it around the place yeah. like you can never do it before and still get that high What's end. What's the memory piece? like? Uh, you can get up to one terabyte piece. You can get Fuck. up to one terabyte. And it's shooting in um, ProRes. Shooting in ProRes. So it's 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 everything that you need in terms of a file ready to go. You can either edit it on the, the device itself or, or uh, obviously take take the files away into an editing suite. But uh, yeah, obviously they're, they're, they're going ham on that. People have been using phone for this kind of stuff in many guises for, for many years. Lots of ads shot exclusively on phones and all that. But this, this seems to be... The, well, the next big leap. Position is, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Now we actually start getting professional and about this, as in it could be an industry thing. Uh, so they think it's a, a game changer. I don't know if that's propaganda or not, but it's, it's definitely an interesting next step in that evolution. And as someone who has the probably the main reason they've done this, I have the Samsung S21 Ultra, which has pretty much the best current camera on the market, and which is what it's touted as, which has a pro video setting in it as well. Is I imagine they realize that this is what this is now the new competing space. You know what I mean? Everyone wants the best Instagram videos and the best uh, the best mm-hmm. photos. So let's improve those cameras and sensors and stuff. So that's uh, that's gonna be. So I've two on the way, Shane. Anyways, uh, they should be here. I'm uh, Samsung. I don't want. I don't want a fucking <laughs> Apple. They, you're, gonna, you're gonna take a 13 Pro Max and no, you're gonna like. They don't it, like right? advertising. They won't let us advertise. They screw <laughs> Facebook. I I don't know if we should be promoting them in this podcast. I might cut this entire section out. Um, okay cool that's a really good one uh, a really good important need to know from Aaron Chalk there um, so with that said we will leave it there um, thanks very much guys for coming along and watching or listening if you want to see any of the other archived episodes just go on to workwithfo.ie forward slash podcast and everything is there um, and if you have any suggestions like Lorcan it's a, this is all down to Lorcan this episode just let us know on on our socials or even just text us or email us and we uh, will happily um, do that theme. So uh, till next time, see you then.